Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back. Droid Life Show today. The big episode 200. 200. Uh, it's Friday, April 12th. I'm your host, Kellen. With me, Tim. Tim, say hi. Hey, guys. How's it going? Tim here. So, thanks for joining us on episode 200. Kind of a significant number. We have absolutely nothing special planned at the moment. Uh, but thanks for thanks for being with us for 200 of these. I, I should have looked back to uh, see just how many years we've been doing or how long it took us to get to 200. I know we're kind of inconsistent and sometimes and things like that, but we, we made it to 200, which is, which is pretty wild. Long time, long time. I mean, yeah, you can go back to the old episodes with uh, the old crew where it was like <laughs> four of us talking and hangouts and stuff. We've uh, we've come a little ways since then. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for joining us. We got a couple of weeks worth of topics to run through. Uh, Tim's G8, LG G8 review for one. Uh, Galaxy Fold reservations open now. We're mad at YouTube TV at the moment, sort of. Yeah, we, we are and not. There's lots of Google stuff to catch up on, like all these little things, some 5G stuff to talk about. And uh, we'll bid farewell to uh, Inbox forever at this point. So uh, before we get there, though, it looks like a ton of donations just rolled in. Scott Washington with two bucks. Justin Martin, two bucks. Nick Fisher, two bucks. Chris Weedle, two bucks. Corbin, two bucks. Evan Brown, five bucks. Says because today's a good day. Congrats, guys. Burts are with a buck. Thank you, everyone, for the uh, for the donate. Nate Clemens just dropped. Congrats on two hundred two dollars. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Wow. Thanks Thank for you all guys the donations. so much. That's uh, incredible. Just so you guys know, too, in the fu- Randy Rosa with a dollar. Uh, just so you guys know, in the future, we're, we're going to work on something where, like, the donations, I know you guys give them to us um, for beer purposes, which we totally appreciate the beer purposes, but we might, we're going to try to figure out a way to, like, donate a lot of this stuff, too, um, just to uh, to give back a little bit, because the uh, the support is awesome, uh, but we'd also like to, to give back as well. Russell with a dollar, appreciate that. It looks like maybe the, the donation, the $2 free donation thing for Super Chat is, is still live. Russell with another dollar. Might still be live, so... I'm not forcing you to, but if, if you have like a favorite streamer or podcast or somebody that's not even us, whatever, it looks like you have free, like two bucks. You can just give to like whoever on YouTube, which is kind of a cool thing they've done, which they've been doing for a couple of weeks now. I think I don't even think we have to talk about topics today. It looks like we're just going to talk about donations all day. Austin Murphy with the $2 bomb. Like this is ridiculous. Everyone's just dropping their free two bucks. Awesome, you guys. Thank you. And again, you don't have to spend it on us. I mean, we really do appreciate it, but if you got other people too, feel free to split it up. Or like Bert's or just dropped another dollar. It looks like you can split up the $2 that you're giving, Jeez. which is pretty awesome. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thanks so much, you guys. Uh, that was easy. Yeah. <laughs> Beer purposes. Yeah. Uh, Randy with another dollar. Thanks, Randy. You guys are crazy. Uh, so trivia is back as well this week. So we are doing trivia and we've got some like sweet a, prizes. A handful of prizes. Uh, do you want to walk through the five prizes that we're giving away? Like what we've got? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm calling this the, the leftover special trivia week. So what we actually have is some pretty good stuff, leftover stuff. Um, I have two meter plus probes, uh, smart thermometers. I don't know if y'all know anything about these, but they're absolutely legit when cooking the meat. Um, if you're vegan, I don't know, maybe you can stick it in your um, rice patties or, um, you know, Gar- uh, what do they call those? Those um, impossible uh, not- burgers. Yeah, that uh, that'll work. Um, I also have so two of those have a razor hammerhead USB C with no active noise cancellation. Um, some earbuds. These uh, sound fantastic. Great on your razor phone or any other phone that has USB C. 
Um, also have a Razer Raiju mobile controller. So if you're big into the mobile gaming stuff, uh, why not uh, toss it in a controller? That's uh, that's not bad. Then I also have a Google Chromecast. So if you don't have a Google Chromecast in your home yet or something you can cast with, this is going to help you out. You can throw it on your extra TV if you already got one or, or whatever. It's a nice little nice little device. Get prepared for that Google Stadia launch. Yeah, Stadia. <laughs> uh, since you just ran through all those fabulous prizes, Todd dropped two, Dana dropped a dollar, G Burial dropped two bucks, said thank oh, God Jesus. it's Friday. Thank you yes. guys so much for all those, uh, all those donos. Uh, so yeah, we got trivia at the end of the show. If you guys are new to the show, uh, we do five questions, have a separate different prize for each question. And we give those away to people at the end of the show. Uh, it's, it's very easy to do. So if you want to stick around after we run through a list of topics, uh, you could win. Yeah. USB headphones, a controller meter, uh, or a Chromecast. I still need to buy a meter. Like I still don't have one and I probably should. Cause the new one has like better. I feel range. like I should just give you one know, of these. Right? I've gone through a billion. Of I'm going to be like logged in on a side account, <laughs> like commenting with the answers. Yeah. It's probably a good idea. Anyways. All right. So let's dive into topics. Uh, LG G eight. You reviewed the LG. I refuse to add the, the end word onto the LG G name. Um, so I'm just going to call it the G eight, not the G eight. Should you say the N word, the N word. Oh, the end word. Yeah, the the oh, word that should that be word at the, all. The word that should be think, but they don't say that. So I'm just not even going to reference the word. So LG G8, uh, you can buy it now, right? It's like in stores and everything today. Yep, yep. Today's a G8 Thank You Day. Hmm, there you said it. So <laughs> tell us, like, what what do we need to know? Like the 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 G8 was announced a long time ago. It's finally yep. now available. You've reviewed it. It seems like the word around the GA just kind of fizzled quickly, and now it's here, though. I don't know. Is there a lot to know about the uh, LG G8? Well, sadly, there's not a lot to know about the <laughs> LG G8. Um, so it's a lot like the LG G7, which I reviewed last year, uh, at least in terms of hardware. They're actually almost identical. However, LG did flush the cameras on the backside and remove the, um, the speaker, if you will, the top speaker for talking on the phone, and I'll, I'll go into why. Um, so the new stuff for the LG G8, thank you, is the uh, the time of flight camera on the front. And so that allows for what they're calling air motion, the Z camera. And with that, you can control the phone using hand gestures in front of the phone, basically looking like a wizard or something, <clears throat> looking ridiculous. I don't know if anyone saw the latest uh celebrity endorsement but they have jennifer lopez in a music video like controlling the phone with her hand and i would i would kill for the behind the scenes of her like figuring out how to do it um yeah we watched her do verizon and uh that did not go well so yeah was that uh was that viva mobile i think viva yeah Yeah. that was a that was good highlights of covering this industry was actually you at that event and all the uh the jokes that came out of it because oh, I love J Lo. I'm I'm big Jenny on the block life. guy. So um, so that's a that's a big change. The air motion stuff. Um, although you know, it, so in my review, I kind of break down that it's worthless. It's super gimmicky. Uh, I used it once or twice in my you know I had to go out of my way to try and use it. What you can do is you can hold your hands over it and then swipe to the right or left to open up an app. And then within particular apps, you can control functionality of them. Say if you're in YouTube, you can pinch to hold and then swipe to pause playback or you can turn the volume up by cranking your hand over 
it's not very good. It's super gimmicky, and thankfully, everyone else in the industry agrees with me. A lot you, of the headlines. You weren't alone in that, in that conclusion. No, no, exactly. So everyone's headline was basically like gimmicky. And that's what the phone felt like a lot to me. Um, of course, LG is still big on audio. However, this year they turned, they're using this Crystal Sound OLED. So what they do is they have the display vibrate um, with the boombox speaker. So they eliminated the, the top speaker, you know, the front-facing camera. And what you have is nice when you're talking on the phone because it's sort of like a bone conduction-like experience. Uh, however, the sound, when you're just kind of holding it in front of you, is not all that great or loud. It's almost sort of muddled. Um, you know, the bottom firing external speaker is still fine. Sounds good. And when it's laying flat on a table, you know, the reverberation does carry quite a bit and it, it gets pretty loud. Um, but when you're just holding it in front of you and you have, oh Jesus. And when you have a, um, say a video going or something, it's just not very good. Um, pros for the phone camera is pretty good. Um, I think they actually tuned it quite a bit from the G7. I was noticing um, better white balance, better contrast in photos, better color accuracy. Um, and, of course, you've got all those same modes, like manual mode, manual video mode. And a lot of people seem to appreciate that stuff. Downsides of the phone. Uh, camera, or uh, not the camera, excuse me, uh, the software. So now that Samsung is back with One UI and Pi and all that, like this runs Pi too, but you would never know. This feels like it's running Nougat marshmallow maybe like it's been the same software for so long lg needs to go the route of samsung and do like either a drastic reimagining of their software or just cut it all and give us more like a OnePlus vibe not an essential vibe not like an aosp like vanilla build because you still want all those kind of pro or advanced features but they got to do something the software is so boring it's terrible to look at it's so ugly um the theme store is absolutely atrocious all the good themes are hidden by behind dollar or two dollar paywalls. You can go on Google Play and get themes too. It's a mess. It's a mess. Um, the world's a mess and the G8's a mess. A gimmicky mess. Um, I'm trying to think, you know, the battery life was okay. Sort of a sort of a smallish battery, uh, at least you know for me coming from the Pixel 3 XL and the Galaxy S10 Plus, which has a huge 4,000 milliamp hour battery. I believe is 3,500. So. I wasn't getting as much as I thought I could, um, and I was just basically, with the weather the way it's been, I've been stuck in home on Wi-Fi, although it's gorgeous today. I can't wait to get out. Mm-hmm. Um, but, for yeah, for now, until the rain comes back. Until we get done with the show, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so the battery life wasn't uh, that great. You know, performance was okay. I don't know. It just wasn't all that great either. So my big takeaway, though, is that this phone retails MSRP $820. However, if you pay that price, you are getting you're you're getting ripped off. And uh, so, because T-Mobile, they just said, you know what? I don't know. Maybe they think that this phone, there's just no way it can compete, or they're going to move units. They're like, okay, we said we were going to sell this phone, but we're just not going to move any units if it's 820 bucks. So what we're going to do is we're going to slash 200 dollars instantly off the price. The phone's 620 at T-Mobile. Uh, the phone is. Six twenty nine ninety nine at Best Buy and six ninety nine at B and H, I believe, or six forty nine at Best Buy. Yeah. yeah. So the pricing is all over the place. If you go through Verizon and you get it on a payment plan, you can pay only like four hundred and twenty bucks over the course of it's like twenty dollars for twenty four months or something. It's something ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, don't buy this phone for eight hundred and twenty dollars if you walk into a store and you want the GA, which is totally fine by all means. You know, 
I don't know why you'd want this phone over something else that's on the market right now, but if you do want it, don't spend over $650 because you don't have to. Just don't do it. So, other than that, uh, I mean, that's the G8, dude. It's the most... Sounds like you love it, yeah. It's the most boring phone launch. It's, um, you know, the fact that they announced it right around the Galaxy S10. The Galaxy S10 launched, everyone reviewed it. It seems to be the greatest phone the Samsung's ever put out. It's totally dwarfs this thing in terms of excitement and what it is. It's kind of, it's real sad, and I'm still mad at LG for doing this. Um, they need to, like, take a step back, stop doing musical chairs with who's in charge of their mobile division. Just let one guy do something positive and just, like, kind of stick at it because this well, is... Because it takes a couple of years to, like, get your roadmap ready if you're something. leading that division. These, this is obviously a phone that's been in the works for possibly two years or... And not only that, you know, we have the V50 thin Q coming. We already know what that is. We've seen it, unfortunately. Usually we wait till the second half of the year to even get excited about the V series. Now we know exactly what it is. It's a V40 from last year, just with 5G connectivity and flush cameras on the back. Sorry, LG, like that's pathetic. Um, Samsung even has a dedicated 5G phone, the Galaxy S10 5G, and it's a completely different device. It's larger um, it's got insane amounts of RAM and process. It's like it's everything you dream of for the first 5G phone. Um, so LG, they're in for a rough 2019. That's my, that's my you know opinion. Um, but at looking at their numbers, at looking at the data, uh, it looks like it's going to be a rough year for 2019 for LG. Which so. is not good because 2018 was a rough year for LG in mo- in terms of mobile. Oh yeah, this. Before I respond to any of that, PC747 dropped a 50 bomb as you were kicking that off. I, I mean, I know everyone saw because they were like, oh, my God, he's just flexing on the, in the, with the donut. PC747, thank you so much. That is insane. Uh, if, you're, if you're live, you can see at the top of the chat, like, he's going to be there for a while with the 50 bomb. Really, really, he's really a, appreciate that. He's now up there with Big Bomb Dono Don. Yeah, Big Bomb Dono Don from, from the last show, yeah. That is crazy. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that support. Uh, Yeah, so, like, I read your G8 review. I've obviously never touched the phone. I probably never will touch the phone. No, you won't. But, like, I I know exactly. Like, I I feel like because I've used enough LG phones over the years, I read your review and I go, eh, that sounds about what I would have expected. Like, you look at it on paper, and it looks like their phone's from last year. They put some newer parts on the inside put the time of flight camera in or whatever. And then they tried to like add to the experience of last year with the, Oh, the sound OLED thing. And then the, uh, uh, the gesture stuff. Right. So like those were the two new additions, as you kind of mentioned, like the, the, the vibrating display sound thing or whatever, like it's, that's probably like where we're all headed in the future. Like earpieces will probably go away once that tech gets really good. Uh, in some other reviews, I've seen people say it's they kind of said what you said, like it's muffled. It's hard to hear. Although I saw somebody say, if you shift it, like put the middle of the phone in your, to your ear. Cause that's probably where like the motor for whatever it is, is doing. Like, like if you hold it like this, instead of like you would normally, then maybe you can hear But I, But like, that seems like something that shouldn't happen. Right. Like you shouldn't have to like hold your phone to this weird spot anyway. So the two new things they did were gimmicky. And then the phone just looks like the phone from last year. Uh, what's interesting is 
you kind of mentioned that like it's hard to tell if LG cares that much. I think you said something like that. I felt the same way last year. Like we sat in the G7 briefing and there was like zero excitement from them. They basically walked in, put a spec sheet up on the board and we're like, here's the G7. And uh, yeah, we know like, it, you know, it's probably not like the best, but those things are coming. I think it had, it was the first of theirs with a notch, I think, right? And they're like, we know in like the future, this is just like a stepping stone. Well, it's a year later and they put the same stupid display with a giant notch. And so like they didn't improve over the stuff they told us last year they were going to improve on, which is weird. Um, Like the fact that Samsung went off with their UI, like I think generally speaking, most people like one UI. Like we were, we're like the ultimate Samsung experience haters and we both like one UI and we've been telling LG for 17 years to change their garbage skin because it was even worse than Samsung's and they haven't. That's what you're saying. I mean, like I said, I haven't used it, but you said they haven't really changed anything. It still is like the same old LG skin. So they're not innovating in software. They're, they're, the gimmicky new hardware stuff they're putting in doesn't really make that much sense. It's like the only reason you buy an LG phone today is if you want the DAC. Like if you're an audio nerd and you want that experience, like they kind of offer the best experience there, right? They So if you're an audio guy, that's probably why you would buy it because their cameras are fine usually, right? They're not like, they're usually not the best. They're usually, they're not terrible. They're just... They're, they're good enough, probably. So you buy it for the audio. After that, I don't know. Because they're terrible with software updates. Like, they're worse than Samsung. They're worse than almost anyone at software updates, even though they have a dedicated software center. So <laughs> they price this thing. At least they say, this is like an $800 phone, but we'll let you buy it everywhere for $600. Well, that's just like misleading as hell. Like, your phone is obviously a $600 phone. So don't tell us that it's 800 and then it's just discounted everywhere to try to move a couple. Of, like, that's just stupid. That's like sleazy marketing tactics. It's a $650 phone. Just sell it at that, right? Uh, yeah, it just seems like a, a massive, uh, kind of a massive failure on LG's part. It launched later than it probably should have. And when it did, it just doesn't match up to what Samsung just did, who... Again, everyone thinks we're the massive Samsung haters of the world. Like, we think they knocked it out of the park with the Galaxy S10. I'm still using the E, and I don't plan on changing that anytime soon. Like, something needs to come. Yeah, see, and you still got... Like, like someone, <laughs> Like, somebody's going to have to come... Like, Google's going to have to do something nuts with the Pixel 4, probably, to, like, rip this. Like, my Pixel... Whatever this is, Pixel 3, this has Q on it. And, like, I don't even really care. Like, because it doesn't... Q's not that exciting, for one, and it's a little bit buggy, but, like... I'm still like enjoying the hell out of this. So I don't know what LG is doing. Um, you mentioned leadership problems and turnover there, and that's just never good to get like on the right path. So I, I don't know. I, I don't know why people would buy this unless again, they're the ultimate audio nerd. Um, but you're not going to get the best camera. It's not going to have a display as good as Samsung's. Um, the software is not as good. It has a Google assistant button does have that it's true um, so yeah and then the gesture thing like i kept watching people like other videos and stuff to show like people using the gesture it looks painful to use it is painful like it triggers to, my arthritis you have to hold your hand like above the phone for like a, at least a couple of seconds it's not like instant right like you have to hold Ooh. it there until it goes okay that's a hand let me think about this what should i do okay unlock and then from there, you like do, yeah, you like have to break your wrist doing twisty things. <laughs> what are you doing, LG? 
I, I yeah. I I don't think I'll ever touch that phone, and I don't think I'm missing out on a single thing, which is not a good thing for LG to start the uh, <laughs> to start the year off with. Yeah, yeah, kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah. So and uh, you hate to say it because then it's one less option that people yeah. can sort of like think about. We're like we're more and more getting pushed in the corner with just Google, Samsung, and OnePlus. Cool. There's like three options. Yeah, because HTC is fully dead. I think at this point they're just never going to like acknowledge that they're dead. And right. LG's doing this stuff that's just unremarkable. Motorola keeps doing unremarkable things. I mean, the Z line is probably coming back again, but. You know, no one seems to really care. Yeah, there's not a lot left. <laughs> so yeah, we got like three choices: Google, Samsung, and OnePlus. Which we've we've talked about before. We ran a poll of our readers, and it was like not what was it like ninety five percent of our readers own phones from those three companies, and then the rest was like probably a couple of Moto people, and that was about it. So yeah, kind of sad. All right, so the LG G8 is available today if you are an audio nerd who needs a DAC and uh, everyone else, well, you should probably, should probably just look elsewhere. Is that Brutal. Kind of our, is that kind of our conclusion on the G8? Yep. <laughs> that about sums it up. It's frustrating because we seem to point out the same things with LG every single year. And none of it changes ever. And I know they don't like take our advice. We're not advising LG, uh, but I don't think we're alone in the criticisms that we continue to offer over and over and over again, like software number one and the update situation and, and improving their cameras. Like people don't, I, I don't think we're alone in criticizing those areas every single time they drop one. And the audio stuff, as good as it is for those who care about that, it's not enough to sell phones. I don't think. Like Samsung still does audio pretty good. They usually have some sort of like Qualcomm DAC or something like in there, right? So it's fine. So tough, tough stuff. Yeah, but the person who's in charge of like their home entertainment division now in charge of phones, like I hope we just see more, not necessarily innovation, but a focus on good things. Um, You know, like a premium quality, just a very nice display like bring that 4k or something bring that some type of special something tv display panel in your phone i don't know something they gotta make it roly i mean they gotta figure something how many more years of losses are they gonna take from the mobile division because it's a lot i mean we're I can't like, imagine much we got to be like a handful of years in a row of losses in the mobile division yeah yeah it's not looking good no Okay, uh, let's moving on to uh, Samsung. So the Galaxy Fold, which you guys all know is the $1,980 foldable phone from Samsung. Uh, Reservations are now open. Uh, That doesn't mean you can buy it yet, but reservations are open. And uh, if you want to put your name on the list, you can right now. And that doesn't, you're not committing to anything. You don't have to spend $2,000 when it goes on sale. Um, But it does go on sale, what, April 26th? Yeah, April 26th. So you can put your name down and then when we get to the point where you can actually order it, if you have your name down, you'll be one of the first to be able to actually order it. Um, AT&T and T-Mobile are the only two carriers that have it, but Best Buy will be selling it and Samsung Experience stores will be too. The weird thing about Samsung announcing that Best Buy will have it is Best Buy doesn't sell T-Mobile stuff. So does that mean they're only going to have the AT&T version? Because I keep hoping there's an unlocked version, but 
like if you reserve today, all you can choose from is either T-Mobile or AT&T. So like, there's like this part of me that goes, well, maybe there's like a, a U version and that'll have like connectivity to other carriers and they just don't really want to announce that. But I mean, we haven't gotten that sense yet. So anyway, Best Buy is supposedly selling it. And again, they don't sell T-Mobile stuff. So that's very odd. Um, yeah, 2000 bucks. You can sign up today. Uh, T-Mobile says select stores will have it on the 26th, uh, but they'll have online sales open on actually April 25th at night, like at midnight or something Eastern. So our name's on the list. I think I'm number 720. It's actually kind of funny. Last night I was like getting ready to go to bed and I went, oh, I should just check to see if like they opened them up live. Sure enough, they had opened it up live. And so I threw the name in there thinking I'm one of the first and I'm 720th, which is like not bad. That's pretty far up the list, I think. And, uh, so I, we posted that news last night and then this morning I woke up and a couple of people had hit me up on Twitter saying that they had reserved it and we were only up to like 3000 reservations total by, by like, like eight hours later. So, uh, I don't think a ton of people so far, um, have signed up for the $2,000 phone. Yeah. I actually, I registered this morning uh, because I didn't see the news last night and let's see, where did I land? I landed at number... 3,634. So it picked up a little steam there. Eh, Just a tiny bit. That was four hours ago. I mean, that's not great, actually. I know, like Samsung said, they already weren't anticipating to sell a lot of them. But, damn, that's, like, not a lot. That's not a lot. (laughs) I mean, if if they opened registration for a Galaxy S10, can't you imagine that we're talking, like, within a day or two, like, 100,000? I mean, I, I imagine that would do, but... Uh, yeah, so not a lot of people. Uh, we, we'll get one in-house. Uh, as you guys know, Samsung doesn't talk to us, so I doubt we'll have an early review and early anything on it. We'll probably just buy one, uh, and we'll do our own review and that sort of thing. So if we're a little later than the rest of the world on it, you guys know why. You've always known why. Uh, but we do want to get one. Like I want to play with the damn thing. Uh, the more I've seen that really awkward silent video they did of it, the like like the cooler it looks just in, to me in terms of design, um, they really gave it this sort of polished mirror, luxurious styling. I don't love that small display on the front. I think that's silly. I think that's a missed opportunity, but the overall design of it, I think like something about it is, is very cool because it looks like it could be a $2,000 device. Uh, we know it's got a plastic inside display with a crease and there's going to be some questionable stuff there, uh, with a giant notch and all of that, but, uh, it's different. So the excitement around it for me is that it's just something new. It's just a new category of things to play with. So we'll play with it. We'll, we'll tell you our, our thoughts on it once that happens. Yep. 2000 bucks though. It is still kind of crazy to think that, that they want 2000 bucks for this first gen thing. That's ridiculous. And just like, I'm, I'm already envisioning the, the wave of stories within the first week of people complaining about all the flaws in the display or the first one that cracks or whatever. Right. Like, like somebody is like in sub zero temperatures somewhere and they open the thing and it cracks or like, like it'll be something obscure, like something weird will happen where like, I don't think one will blow up, but like something's (laughs) going to happen that display. There's going to be a flaw that keeps popping up and it's just going to be, like at this bad feeling that something's going to happen. Hopefully not. Hopefully I'm totally wrong on that. Uh, let's see. Let's talk about terrible news for a second. YouTube TV, uh, got a price increase this week to $50 per month, forty nine ninety nine per month. And that's for everyone. So, uh, new customers for forty nine ninety nine a month. 
Uh, a year ago, when they upped the price to $40, um, those people will now pay $49.99. And then the, like, the early, early adopters, which are you and I, that were paying $35 a month, that initially got to hold on to that $35 price, we also now will pay $49.99. This is just like a little thing that, that bugs me, but they used to do a flat 35 and a flat 40, I think. And now it's 49.99. Like it's not like an even 50. And I know they do that to like trick the consumer mind, but that kind of bugs me. Cause it was like, my bill was always 35, zero, zero. Like there's no anyway. Uh, so it's up to 50 bucks. Why is it up to 50 bucks? Well, they added the discovery network channels. So YouTube TV, which people asked for initially, uh, probably still, and some people may be very, very happy with this, but the Discovery Networks are Discovery Channel, obviously, HGTV, Food Network, TLC, Travel Channel, Animal Planet, Motor Trend, and Investigation Discovery. I have no idea what that is. Um, ID. Oh, yes, I have no idea. So the addition of those channels is nice. Um, I think... What annoys me, and I know that my $35 a month plan was probably not going to hang around forever anyway. I, I can acknowledge that. And when you add this batch of channels, which probably do up the price by 10 or 15 bucks a month, um, I, I, I think I'm annoyed because I didn't get a choice. Like, I've lived without these channels this entire time. And while they're there, and I do love me some HGTV and Food Network here and there. But I haven't had them for the last like two years or whenever I first signed up for this. So now that they're there, um, I kind of am like, well, maybe you should ask if I wanted this still. <laughs> like, I liked my 35 bucks per month and I've been living without these. And now that you're slapping them on and like you're just giving them to me and you're just giving me the price hike. Maybe you should have gone, look, we'll let you decide early adopters do you want these networks or not and you can keep your price or add these on they didn't do that they're just everyone just 50 bucks i I, i'm not that happy with that and i haven't watched any of those channels in the like three days that i've had them i watched some hgtv some property brothers and then i was reminded that i just don't like that show as much as i like house hunters and stuff like that um you know it sucks um, but as someone who has fallen in love with YouTube TV and like it's my it's my TV service. Yeah. Um, you know, it's what I use to watch the Blazers or sometimes the Giants or whatever. But now I got MLB TV um, through T-Mobile. Um, it just sucks. But, you know, fifteen dollars a month extra. Um, I like felt a like a Netflix I, subscription. Well, you know, the thing is like thirty five dollars. I was already I feel like I was getting a really good deal. Yeah. Now. But now I like almost like I'm taking it. Well, it was like I was taking advantage of the uh, situation. They tricked you, yeah. Yeah, like so thirty five dollars. I'm like, okay, I'm like, I'm basically stealing all this stuff. But now fifty fifty dollars sounds reasonable, you know, for what you're getting. And and I think that's that's the mind f with it, you know, like thirty five dollars is such a good deal that if you go anything above that, you you feel like it, it feels weird. But fifty dollars seems like a pretty good deal to me still. So I guess I haven't looked whatever. at what a Comcast basic cable package is anymore. I haven't looked right. to, to know. Neither um, have I. One thing I know Comcast used to do, and, and maybe they don't anymore, but like if you wanted NBA TV and a couple other sports channels, you had to add like a special sports package on that raised the price. Whereas with with YouTube TV, NBA TV is, is, is included. So you, right. you kind of have like the ultimate sports experience in many ways. Um, 
Yeah, the thirty-five bucks might have seemed real unrealistic, and it probably totally was. And they probably knew that when they when they suckered everyone into signing up for that. I just wish I could have gotten a little bit of a choice. I but but I don't know that fifty bucks is really like I don't. I think we're still paying a decent price. Um, but as you mentioned, I like YouTube TV as well. The experience, like the app interface on both mobile for mobile is great for one. Sure, um, but it has a dedicated YouTube TV app, which is awesome. It also has free DVR. Like almost unlimited too. I don't think it's fully unlimited, but I don't know that you could fill that thing up. Pretty sure it's unlimited. It might be unlimited and it's free. Like a lot of, again, cable companies, if you want DVR and, and if you want them on multiple TVs everywhere, like you have to pay for extra boxes and DVR and this and that. So you just kind of get that. Um, So it's still probably a decent value. I guess I'm just a little annoyed that, I've just grown to live without those channels. And so just giving them to me and jacking up the price, I might've wanted the choice over whether or not to do that. I'm with you that they should have had a choice. A lot of other, you know, live streaming TV services, they have tiers and groups of channels that you can add for extra money a month. And sure. It would have been great for that $35 a month. If I could have kept that and not included the HGTV and discovery shows, because I have Hulu as well. And Hulu gives me all that stuff on demand. And so I wasn't really missing those channels at all right now. And, and, you know, plus I had access to the Hulu originals, like Handmaid's Tale and stuff like everything was great. Now that my price has gone up to $50, I'm like, okay, I need to binge watch Handmaid's Tale because I I just started season one, episode one. I got to like catch up, Mm -hmm. cancel it. Because why am I paying an extra $10 a month for I'm doubling up now on things and that's a waste of money. Mm -hmm. So that's frustrating. Um, eh, there's just it's a messy situation <laughs> but again $50 doesn't seem like a terrible deal Um, but again like you said I, I don't know what the price if I added TV service to my Comcast plan would be you know I'm sure for like a two year agreement or whatever it'd be pretty good yeah. but yeah I don't want to do that so yeah and pay for all their boxes and all that stuff I think it's probably still a good deal. The other thing is speaking of contracts and stuff is you can cancel these things all the time. Right. Sure. So like you mentioned Hulu, I also have Hulu cause I got in on some like 99 cents for six months deal. So when that's done, I'll just cancel or I may change my Spotify plan because I subscribe to Spotify. And if you have an individual plan, you get Hulu for free. So like there's some ways I can, I can, I can like move that around. Cause hand, like I meant, as you mentioned, handmaid's tale, that that'll come back with another season. I'll probably want my wife probably want to watch that. So I could do that. Um, I have Netflix. Like I, I subscribe to HBO now, but only when it's like during a time when a new season of something's out. So like Game of Thrones is out. So I just resubscribed, right? So when Game of Thrones is done, I'll just cancel HBO again. So you can kind of, if you go with a cable company, some of these things will lock you into a contract where you can't really mess with stuff or like your bill goes through the roof and things like that. Um, so one of the nice things about being with YouTube TV is you can kind of pick and choose some of your other services and do those things on a monthly basis. So you can trim things down. I think where, where we all hoped these streaming TV services were going and sling TV is kind of one of the only ones that's doing this is adding like bundled channels, right? So like Viacom, right? None of the Viacom channels are on YouTube TV. We're talking MTV, Comedy Central, all that stuff. So those aren't on there. Um, and we used to not have Discovery Networks. 
I think what what the perfect world is, is you have a base plan of like 35 bucks and then YouTube goes, all right, well, do you want discovery networks? And I go, sure. And they go, okay, that's an extra 15 bucks a month. Right. Do you want Viacom? Sure. That's an extra 12 bucks a month. Like, and then you can kind of pick and choose that. Whereas they didn't do that to us. They just kind of slapped it on and said, you just are paying for this. So that kind of sucks. As I mentioned earlier, I'm not going to like cancel it. Cause I still do watch it. And and I really only watch sports at this point on YouTube TV, but it's really great for sports. You have all your local channels and those sporting events, a couple of ESPNs, you have all the Turner networks, you have NBA TV. I mean, it's, it's actually a pretty good sports streaming service. So it's just, I'm still going to complain about it. There's a ton of sports on there. Like if really all you do is watch sports, YouTube TV is kind of the it's place to be like, yeah. there's so much sports uh, and, and news networks and, movies all the time like i love just being able to go through seeing what movies are like adding them to my library and the next time i turn on youtube tv they'll they'll probably be down on my dvr because they're playing stuff constantly on all those like fxx and tnt and what have you watch saving private ryan last night man there's some good stuff but uh, yeah i mean you'll i'm hearing a lot of people complaining I don't see a lot of people doing anything about it. <laughs> Typical 2019 liberal way of life. Just complain, but complain, don't complain, do complain. anything. <laughs> it's, part, it's partly true, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, so before we go on, Clinton dropped $2 dono and Ooh. said uh, free, free, free. Appreciate the uh, the dono, free, Clinton. Free, 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 free. PC 747s is finally about to run out. That fifty dollar dono has been up there for a while. I think it's finally, no. It's finally pin it. Go away. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you can do that. Uh, let's see. So there's a bunch of Google stuff just to catch up on briefly. Um, so uh, from the last two weeks, that is. So well, we got uh, April security patch last week. So the April security patch came out, and it was supposed to fix an ambient display like flashing bug that was really pissing people off from the get go. Like November uh, is when that showed up. Um, that's supposedly fixed. I thought I saw some people say it was, and I thought I saw some people say it wasn't. So I don't know. It, it is weird to me that Google creates or has problems with their phones that hang around for six months. I mean, we're talking about the company that makes the software and now they contract the hardware and they have this really close relationship with both. And they still have issues like a flashing screen with software. Like that's insane mm-hmm. to me. Uh, anyways, Don Wilson just dropped 10 bucks says congrats on 200. Y'all know Don. Big big, that's Don, big Don. Don, Don. <laughs> Thanks, Don. Thanks for coming back again. Beast. Big Don. Don. No, big Dono. Big bomb. Dono, big Don. bomb. Dono Don. There big you go. bomb. Dono Don. Back <laughs> again. Thanks for the 10 bucks. Max also dropped a dollar. Thank you, Max. Vice Booker. And, and Richard, Richard is man Richard with a dollar as well thank you Richard you guys are crazy today there's a new train taking off choo choo <laughs> let's All get started it with with big bomb down up top what a beast uh so uh the 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 April security patch is out for all the pixel devices and then two days later we actually got Android Q beta 2 not a ton of new stuff um the big highlight feature was was bubbles so bubbles is you guys all remember Facebook's chat heads. So chat heads was oh God, the chat is getting a little nuts. Uh, so, yeah. so Facebook's chat heads was this thing in 2013. If you can believe that 2013 in Facebook messenger, they did this little chatty bubble thing that followed you around the screen and you could move it around and keep your conversations going wherever. 
So all of those chat head bubble like things, there's a bunch of copycats and then they all died. Like that, that idea went away. So it's Quick. 2019. Yeah. And Google says, uh, uh, Oh, we're going to bring that back. That was a great idea. <laughs> you guys had six years ago. So they introduced bubbles in this new Q2 Q beta two. Uh, it's not enabled, but if you use like an ADB command, you can enable it. It's super broken and janky. So you probably shouldn't do that. Uh, but the idea is mostly for messaging apps, uh, which makes sense. So makes if you sense. Have messaging apps, they should all be able to feed into this bubble like notification. And yeah, just like chat heads, it follows you around. You can carry on conversations while you're doing other stuff. I always, I was always a fan of chat heads and it was, one I of love those, it. Yeah. It was one of those features where I almost wanted to use Facebook messenger just for chat heads. So I was sad when it started dying as an idea. Uh, so I'm all for it for my messaging apps, having this, uh, this bubble style. So Anyway, that was the big the big feature change in beta two. We have a whole list of other changes, like the navigation gesture swiping across the bottom bar has changed. Um, so they're, they've tweaked that a little bit. There was this really annoying thing that they did in beta one, where if you swiped a notification away from right to left, it wouldn't dismiss. It would only let you snooze. You had to swipe it the other way. Well, they're now letting you decide which way you want to do that. That's uh, nice. Yeah. I mean, those are like, well, it was like a silly change that they did anyway, but they are letting you choose. Um, there's a new share menu. Uh, we got a new battery icon. <laughs> Actually, one of the biggest changes is the volume controls. Um, so if you control the volume now, and this was, this has been around since Pi, but it, it only does, it does the media volume by default, but now you can actually hit like a more button essentially. And it brings up an overlay over whatever you're doing to let you adjust other things like ring and call volume and alarm volume. It used to take you into the settings. Now it's just an overlay over what you're doing. So it's like those little changes, which it's, you know, it's like taking Google forever to do these things. Like we probably don't point it out enough because we're like Google fanboys or something, but Google's really slow at adding some of this stuff to uh stock and like stuff that's just been around forever. True. Um, yeah, I don't, like there's there's not a lot of huge changes. So either way, it's out. And then this week they issued a patch to it to fix, I think, some permission issues or something. I don't know. There's app compatibility all over. They changed the file structure or at least permissions and related to file management on Android Q. And I think specifically in beta 2. And it broke a bunch of like third-party file managers if you didn't already have them installed prior to updating to the beta 2. So they're working through that. There was a little bit of backlash. Like I think we got some angry emails from developers who make file management apps and I, and I get it, but file manager guys chill for a second. <laughs> this is only beta two. I think Google will probably get around to addressing concerns, but yeah, it is a beta. I don't understand when like, not only that it's a developer beta. So yes. these developer people should understand that it's a developer beta. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're supposed to work through these issues. If you run into these things, or maybe Google knows them, you tell them, fix yeah. them. Uh, we we had some angry emails. People were pissed. Be happy that it's happening now and not after public release and yeah, not at stable. Yeah. Yes. Interesting. Scott says they totally borked it. It broke Google Photos. It's a beta. Things it's a beta. Break. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I, I have, I have a hard time getting really up in arms over like things that break. And this is beta two. Things will certainly be broken. I do not expect them to be super stable. That said, they did call it a beta, so they are asking people to, you know, try it. Like previously, they were developer previews, right? And then at IO, we got the beta, which they said was like stable enough to maybe use. Sure. By labeling it a beta, they're kind of saying it is, but yeah. So some stuff's broken. I. Still, I'm having a hard time getting too mad at Google. 
They totally borked it. Scott with the drama. Oh, Scott. It's a beta. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in Google Betas Play are news, borked. Yeah, they are always borked. Uh, in Google Play News, we are uh, getting a white version very soon with a bottom nav bar. I'm actually excited about the bottom nav bar because Google Play for the last however many however like many months, six, eight, even a year maybe, has been totally designed and broken, if you ask me. like If you want to go to your My Apps section, you swipe out the menu, you tap on My Apps. But and then you're stuck in Then there. you're stuck there. <laughs> yeah. Like there's no you way to just go home. You have to there. like, you have to tap yeah. this like one single arrow. Cause even if you swipe out the side menu, there's no go back home. You have to like tap this stupid arrow and you can't search in there. The my app totally section. Broken. It's, yeah, it's, it's borked. It's it, yeah. Speaking of borked, it's been pissing me off. So bottom navigation helps you hopefully get home. Unless <laughs> when you go into the my apps thing, it does the same thing. Like it all, when you go into the my app section, it feels like you're in this like web portal that doesn't actually separate. fit. Yes. Yeah. It feels like a totally separate experience and I can't stand it. So anyway, white, a white version is coming. So we'll see how, how well they adjust everything. Um, but the guys at nine to five Google noticed that by digging into the latest Google play build or something that there might be system updates coming through Google play. So right now you have to go into your whole system settings and dig around. It's, this is also sort of a little ranty thing, but at least on pixel devices, Google has made it really hard to find where to update your phone. So like you have to go into settings, which now is behind a double swipe in the top menu, go into settings. You have to scroll all the way down to system. And when you tap that, you then have to hit advanced and then system update and then tap the button to like check for updates. Like it's behind so many steps. So should they flip those into Google play? I'm all for it. Cause that just means people will know when they have updates more often. Cause you probably go into Google play more often than you do the system settings. Um, so you'll get notified should they show up in there. Um, and then updating there maybe will just look more seamless or something while it's happening in Google play versus going into your system settings UI. Anyway, they discovered that that might be coming. I don't know if there's any guarantee, but Google IO is like a right month. around the corner. Yeah. It's a month away and that would totally be a place where they would announce something like that. In fact, it'll probably be a big announcement there, which is cool. Um, I'm, I'm all for making things easier on all of us. Uh, let's see what else. <clears throat> oh, so Google store last Friday, they adjusted, um, some of the layout of the Google store. And at the top menu, if you dropped it down, it said, uh, that the new phones are here, the pixel three, a and pixel three, a XL, as well as the Google nest hub max. Um, the thing is those devices don't actually exist yet. Um, so Google slipped up a little bit. People found it, said, oh, look what you're doing here, Google. We got confirmation on your mid-range phones. Uh, yeah, so for those of you who don't know, the Pixel 3a and 3a, 3XL are the uh, phones that leaked back in, I think it was November, as the 3 Lite and 3 Lite XL. At least that's what the Russians called them. Um, yeah, they're they're coming as the 3a and 3a XL. Do you think they're going to hold off until May? Like, do you think they're going to announce these at I.O.? It seems like they should announce them well before that, but... It's Maybe possible. Not. I mean, but the fact that they were showing up on the website just seems like we got to be super close. It seems like they're like, I thought they might do it Wednesday, like to announce things on Wednesdays. I think these, those showed up on Friday. I, I was going to be not surprised at all. If on Wednesday they go, here you go. New phones in like a blog post is all. Uh, yeah. It seems like it should be very, very soon, but I guess we have a month to go. W- what I found interesting about it though, is the, 
the Nest Hub Max or whatever the hell it's called. Um, in this new menu, there was a listing for the Google Home Hub. And then they did kind of a slash through it and called it the Nest Hub or something like that. So I'm wondering if the home stuff is going to get a rebranding into Nest Hubs or something like that, which I think is a stupid idea, by the way. Like Google Home is an established brand. Like people know what Google Home is. This is Google, dude. <laughs> I think they're gonna, they're probably going to rebrand it and, and kill it off. And, yeah. they, and they probably totally will, but it's, yeah. it seems like the dumbest thing. I know they, they own nest and nest still exists, I think, and maybe makes a new product here and there. Like, I don't really know what nest does anymore. They, they release products so rarely that it's tough to say, but rebranding your Google home line, which is already starting to take over Alexa and become what is in everyone's home. Seems like a really, really terrible idea. Uh, but if they feel like they need to get some value from the Nest name, I, I guess. Otherwise, it's it seems very stupid. Like I have a home hub right here. You know, I, I bought some for family for Christmas and stuff. They know it as the Google Home Hub. If we change it to the Google Nest Home Hub or something, it just seems like we're two brands on top of each other. It doesn't make a lot of sense. I'm all for it. I say bring on the rebrands. I want nerds to get pissed. Yeah, I'm sure I'll write something up that's very pissy. <laughs> um, all right, so Pixel 4. We saw our first mention of the Pixel 4 at AOSP. little commit action. Somebody just Ooh. dropping the name. Well, Pixel 4, all things confirmed. Uh, no, I mean, not really. They just said Pixel 4, and if they had a test device of a Pixel 4 or something, they could fix some problem they were working through. Either way, it's the first mention of the word Pixel, Pixel 4. And uh, that's Who very, cares? Very exciting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we do have possible code names now of... I'm uh, uh, oh, sorry, Coral for Pixel 4 and Flame for Pixel 4 XL. Coral ain't no fish. No, but it's a sea creature. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, it exists. So, so those could be code names: uh, coral and, and flame. Nothing. Hoping for a fish. Else to announce there. We could get a fish. Maybe they'll change it into a coral tuna or something. Hmm. I have no idea. So, Pixel Four stuff is happening, which makes sense. It's uh, April, and this is about the time we started seeing Pixel Three stuff happen at AOSP last year. So it's, the timing is right. The The scary thing about that is the Pixel 3, right? We know when they started, ta- when Google started publicly referencing them last year was around this time. And then we got the Pixel 3 XL's <laughs> design. Um, so I'm hoping that Google hasn't settled into a terrible, dated, awful design that uh, that will match that of the, uh, the Pixel 3 XL. It nice. Is marine, it is a marine animal, Tim. Scott said Yeah. That. It's not a fish. I was going to say, like, I was going to drop a Yo Mama joke on him. I was like, Yo Mama's a marine animal, but that'd be rude. These guys are our beloved viewers. I would never do such a thing. Never do such a thing. Uh, Let's see. Google Duplex, the the ask Google to call and make a reservation for you thing, has now started rolling out to more than just Google Pixel phones. I think Galaxy (laughs) S10s have been able to access it already. I have still never used Google Duplex, and uh, I'm not sure that I will... I, and I don't have a life. I have a child, so I don't go out to dinner places that need reservations. I go to places that are kid-friendly where you just show up and wait in line with screaming kids. Have you used Google, Google Duplex yet? We've talked a little bit about how neither you or I think it seems like a really efficient way to get things done, but did you try it or anything yet? 
No. Um, I tried to try it. I tried to try it, but uh, it didn't work uh, because <laughs> I use a Google Apps account or uh, like oh, through yeah. G Suite, and it does not work for us. And I'm not about to log into my standard Gmail account to, through Google Assistant. Like, it's what a come on, Goog. It's stupid. So yeah. I won't ever be using it apparently. soon. Sure. Possibly. Because they just announced at the Google Cloud Next conference this week that with Google Home, at least, you can now access your calendar if you use a G Suite. Mm-hmm. So if you use, like, for your Google Home, if you're using your Droid Live email, you can at least access your calendar now. Nice. I got nothing on my calendar these days, yeah, so really. that's no big deal. <laughs> um, what the. Yeah, it's just not even duplex. Um, it's just not even something I would use. Like, so they give you the example of either maybe a reservation at a place or calling up your hair appointment. Like, dude, I like calling up my barber and saying, like, hey, you got a slot for me? Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, In there's like, like two a. minutes, yeah. I'm coming yeah, over. there's a personalness to it, you know? Like, I don't mind talking to other human beings on the telephone. I, 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 I try. Uh, I cherish the experience of being able to talk to another human because I work at home all day. I don't really get out all that much. So it's nice just calling up, talking to people. Like, I don't need a robot to do that for me. It's ridiculous. So um, I haven't used it. I understand why it exists. I'm not, you know, come on. I'm just saying it's not for me. Shiny in the chat says, worked fine, but Google sent me like a dozen follow-up emails to verify it works. <laughs> See, that sounds That's awful. annoying. Uh, see, I, I'm the opposite of you. I do not like to talk to other humans. I would mm-hmm. rather just open up the app or Google reservation this restaurant and just book it in two seconds online. Rather, which than, you can do, yeah, uh, yeah which I mean, is much faster than walking through the. You can do all of this through of Google Duplex. Yeah, through Google Maps. I mean, literally, you can just Google any place you want, and right through Google search, you can book your appointments. You can do whatever it is you want to do. I don't understand why everything's either got to be like hands free or like. This is solutionism. They talk about this in Silicon Valley. I wish you would watch this show. It's freaking hysterical, but it's solutionism at its worst, man. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody mentioned in the chat. She's open table. Open it's table. Built, it's built into like everything at this point. Exactly. Open table is beautiful. Uh, in final Google news, uh, Google and Huawei have agreed this week in a like a a class action lawsuit to pay up to uh, 400 bucks to owners of the Nexus 6P because of uh, faulty devices, a rebooting boot loop issue. <clears throat> it's uh, it's kind of a, a long thing to talk through, but basically back in the day when the 6P was a thing, the last of the Nexus, uh, there was boot loop issues and uh, Google and Huawei apparently didn't do enough at the time to address it. And now they're going to pay up, uh, up to 400 bucks. Um, if you own an Nexus six P is this for like anyone? So I, like I probably still have a six P sitting around. Can I get 400 bucks? Unlikely. Um, so not only did it seem extremely difficult to try and become a part of this, uh, Mm -hmm. class action, um, because they redacted all of the contact information inside of the actual filing. Oh, right. Um, so it might be closed. However, you not only like need the device, you also need proper documentation of the boot loop issue. I, I don't know how you would do that. I mean, you'd have to talk to the lawyer, the counsel who's setting it all up. Um, 
If you received a original Pixel as a warranty device for the issue, they're only going to give you ten bucks, and that at that point, it's not even worth the trouble. I mean, that's probably fine. They did give you a Pixel. Yeah, like that's not bad. That's Free, actually not a bad. Yeah, that's not a bad warranty device. Um, and then most people, it looked like we're going to be getting seventy five dollars if they couldn't provide proper documentation, mm-hmm. but I think still have the phone. So, oh, so the chances of getting seventy five are okay. The full yeah, four hundred probably not. So probably much. pretty slim. Uh, and then if you got a picture, you're only getting 10 bucks and then I wouldn't even pay. Eh. It just wouldn't even bother. Yeah. yeah. So, but 75 bucks, that's not bad. That's not bad. Um, however, it's going to be up to you to try and figure out how to become a part of it. I tried to find it. I really did, uh, for people, but they redacted all the information. I found the law firm who's doing it, but there was no contact information right. for this particular class action. Maybe so, and typically there's it, a yeah. dedicated website. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's totally possible. Like they did for Vizio. Um, these things get announced and then there's a www.viziosettlement.com or, right. you know, whatever. So maybe we just don't know yet. Um, either way, this is all going to come down to the court. They have to agree to it. And that's May 9th, I believe. Oh, so, so we're still waiting. Then we're still waiting that. for the court to say, okay, yeah, you can do this. And then at that point, then maybe the URL or the, you know, the website will go live where you can claim your okay. money. Yeah. So if that happens, I'll let everybody know. Don't worry. The lawyer is going to get the lion's share of the money. Don't worry about the lawyers. They're going to be great. Double they nice. love class actions oh, like this. Yeah, they do. They're like, oh yeah, big settlement from Google. Yeah. So, I'm in the wrong business. We're all in the wrong business. Probably. And uh, say lovey. Not a good uh, final Nexus family of phones. The the Nexus 5X made by LG, not even Huawei, is everyone, in at least in our chat channel, comment section, they hate LG because of the boot loop issues they had with the 5X. And then I think some people had it with other G phones too, but it's been a running joke for years, right, In in around DL that uh lg phones just they all boot loop like it's like a running thing i didn't know that the huawei 6p had quite the issue but the 5x and the 6p the final two nexus phones were both uh hot garbage i love the 6p um you know when they kind of re-released it in that gold that we got at ces and stuff like it was not a bad device no it was actually pretty camera was amazing apparently it boot looped you and i just didn't know i had no idea i had no idea either all metal and stuff nice phone all right switching gears uh sock 5g just for a minute before we dive into trivia so 5g news is going to be everywhere right now verizon launched their network a week early i think we're supposed to launch next week it's already live this week um in chicago and minneapolis is all they'll have i think up to 30 networks or sorry markets by the end of the year those are the first two um it's really limited in all of those uh, and of course they've done a bunch of speed tests for it, um, media outlets, but also, um, Verizon and they're posting speeds of like 760 down, which is pretty fast. They haven't hit the one gigabits per second, uh, speed in a live test yet, but AT&T said that they have on their network. Of course, none of that really matters because no one is on these networks. They're unused essentially. Um, Verizon's network, you'll notice in some of these speed tests, like the upload speeds look terribly slow, just like your LTE ones. And that's because they haven't even enabled 5G to do uploads yet. It only does downloading. So yes, your speeds are going to be really fast when you download something. If you want to upload anything, uh, yeah, that's just not going to, not going to be anything different than what you have now. Of course, Verizon, the only phone that can access this is the Moto Z3. And in order for that to access, you have to buy a 5G Moto mod. 
uh it, it sounds like i like I, like pc meg did a write-up of this sasha segan over pc meg did a pretty long write-up of testing it in chicago i believe and he walks through all of the issues and how early this is um like some one of his tests was like he was standing next to a tower and like ran a speed test and it was super fast and then he like moved like over here behind a car and then he moved over here by this doorway and like over like he moved into a couple different spots and like went into a starbucks and the connection just drops like immediately. Like it goes from being 700 down to like a hundred to like 40 to like, and that's because it's millimeter wave, these towers everywhere, these small cell millimeter wave towers that need like a direct line of sight to your phone. And if they don't go around corners, they don't go through walls and windows very well. Like the early 5g is such garbage, which we've kind of been talking about for a while. But anyway, he wrote up this lengthy post of testing all these different spots and how varied your connection will be. Um, and like right now, like Verizon phone, the, the Moto Z3, it won't tell you if you're on a 5G tower until you start receiving data. So like you could be standing right next to a tower and it'll say 4G. And then if you run a speed test or like access Chrome or something, it might flip over and say 5G because um, then you're using that 5G. It's, it's, it's a very, it's a mess. And I'm actually surprised. Well, at Verizon, who's the company who usually doesn't roll anything out until it's like solidified, like everywhere kind of thing, um, or at least reasonably done to launch this such spotty, weird 5G thing is it's unlike them. Um, But it is it is technically live. Uh, We'll have a 5G Samsung Galaxy S10 in like a week, two weeks. No, May, May. That's right. The Galaxy Fold is in two weeks. May is what they said for the 5G Galaxy S10. And that'll be on Verizon. And you should not buy it for 5G. That's for sure. Um, AT&T, though, did add seven new 5G cities to their lineup. Uh, Of course, AT&T does not sell a 5G phone. And they won't have the 5G Galaxy S10 for a while, I don't think. That's a Verizon exclusive for a little bit. Uh, But AT&T, I think, will have that. And then later on down the road, they'll have an even better 5G Samsung phone. So you should definitely not buy the first one on AT&T. All you can still access their 5G with is a $500 hotspot, which is insane. Um, So yeah, there's your uh, your 5G recap. Uh, T-Mobile announced a TV service this week couple years ago they bought layer three tv which was the small tv outfit i think out of colorado and they were in limited markets but they had this kind of innovative product where you'd sign up for a cable package they give you this box and then they give you all these little mini boxes to put on other tvs in your house and it would like beam 4k signals like throughout your house they have kind of an innovative ui like the tv ui looked nice and all this stuff and t-mobile bought them for some reason and said look we're going to try to take over tv so They've now relaunched Layer 3 as T-Vision Home, which is just a silly, silly name. Um, and it, yeah, it's not, it, it's supposed to like change like the TV industry and take on the big cable-opoly is what they're calling it, which is so, T-Mobile can be so annoying, by the way. The duop, the duopoly, the cable op, like everything's an opoly. That's like their word to like attack whoever they're going after. And it's just not effective. Um, anyway, th- this T-Vision Home, it's it's again limited because it's just been rebranded from Layer 3. So it's basically in the same markets that it was. And it's not cheap. Like It's like 90 to to 100 bucks just to get started. If you want to add additional TVs, it's an extra like 10 bucks for each TV. Um, it's 150 channels and you can maybe upgrade that to 250. Like it's not like any sort of disrupting service at all. It's very weird. Um, so that happened this week. 
Um, and then in our final topic, uh, Google Inbox did die last week. For those of you still on Google Inbox, it is officially dead. They can't be on Google Inbox. Plus died too. What's that? <laughs> yeah. Google Plus died. I kept getting looped into conversations on Twitter with people that were like on the last day, they were tagging me and all these other like tech media people like Google Plus is dead. It's going to be so sad. And they listed all these people that I think have big Google Plus followings. And uh, I, I didn't respond. I actually muted the conversation because all, all these people then kept responding going, it's so sad. What are we going to do? There's nothing like it. And like people were sell, um, posting their sob stories about Google Plus and how much they'll miss it and how they've like found these great communities of people and stuff like that. Mm. And I'm sure that that did actually happen. Um, and there are people that who really, really did use it, but there was like a hundred of them. Um, so I was not one of them. I think at one point when they were doing the circles thing, remember when Google plus launch was circles, like the most confusing grouping of people ever that happened. Uh, people were like reminiscing about those good old days of circles, which just made me cringe. Mm. Uh, yeah, Google plus it's, uh, it's gone. I only care about inbox. Bye. Bye, Felicia. I did switch to Newton Mail, paid the 50 bucks. <laughs> and uh, I like Newton Mail. I do not know if it's worth anyone paying 50 bucks um, a year for, but I do like it. I'm going to run a poll, I think, after the show that asked what people decided to do. I'm going to guess like 98% just went to Gmail. Anyway. Should we do trivia? Let's do it, man. Do trivia. All right, trivia time. I'm not seeing the lights. Well, give me a second. This takes time. This is a whole operation (laughs) I got over here. Start the trivia dance while you get the lights going. Thank you. All right, it's uh. Oh, see you later, Don. Thank you for the. Got to go through my seizure warning, Don. Oh, Uh, oh, stretch it out actually. (laughs) kind of a pause there uh the lights are going it's trivia time it's the end of the show again if you're new around here we do trivia at the end of every single show okay that's slightly misleading i think we missed a couple of shows where we didn't do trivia but maybe it's pretty rare yeah it's very very rare we try to do trivia so we do five questions and you have a chance to win fabulous prizes um with those questions we've given away phones we've given away chargers we've given away all sorts of stuff we've given away we gave away like a bunch of bullets wireless headphones the other day which was fun um this week tim has a smorgasbord of uh of prizes smorgasbord i've used that in a while yeah we've got meter plus probes for smart thermometers we got a raiju mobile controller we got razor hammerhead USB-C earbuds we've got a chromecast it's just some good it's we got it's a leftover special we got some goodies uh so how it works is we post a question on the screen if you're watching live tim will also read it out loud and if you're watching live it's the only way you can play i mean i guess you could play at home with like friends and family or something if you really wanted to after it's live you know what i mean hello Um, friends and family yeah and uh and all you do is type your answer in the chat as fast as you can and if you're the first person to answer in the chat correctly you win and we'll look at our chat and see your name and we'll call it out. And if you're the winner, you're the winner. And then afterwards you contact us and we'll figure it all out. Yeah. It's, Oof, uh, I got a bad hair day today. It's not, in, it's not insanely hard, but uh, you just got to be with the quickness. Yeah. It's not a complex process. No. Just type your answer out as fast as you can. Once Tim reads it out. 
I'm looking here at our answers to make sure none of them are 12. Everyone started okay. with the 12. Yeah, <laughs> started with the 12 already. For Clinton, stop stealing my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's, that's great. Well, I'm ready for question number one if you're ready. I, I am ready. Question number one is going up now. Which two carriers will carry the Galaxy Fold? So we're looking for two answers here. Which two carriers will carry the Galaxy Fold? You need to have both answers is what he's saying. Oh. Scott McDonald. Oh, you know, so I did. I forgot to say Scott McDonald with the correct answer, by the way, of T-Mobile and AT&T. Uh, I forgot to say what prize this is going to be. So first, let's we're going to do the Meter Plus Pros first. So, Scott, you got yourself a Meter Plus Probe. You're going to be cooking meat like a freaking pro, buddy. I think he said before the show that he wants one. Was that you that said that, Scott McDonald? Somebody said when you announced it, they were like, oh, I've been waiting for another one of those giveaways. I can't remember if it was him or not. Oh, nice. Anyways, yes, you won. Uh, Scott McDonald, T-Mobile, AT&T. Zach Webb, you were right there. Uh, Evan Brown, you were wrong. Nick Fisher, you were right there, too, but Scott was first. Uh, yeah, congratulations, Scott. So, meter oh, plus it pro. Was, it was Scott Washington, not McDonald, that said that. Uh, well, we got a Scott's. whole, we got another one coming. So, Scott McDonald, meter plus pro. Meter plus. All right. Fantastic. Let's go on to question number two, please. Okay. Question number two is up now. What name did LG brand the G8's front-facing camera? So that time-of-flight camera, it's branded. Uh, what is it branded? What name did LG brand the G8's front-facing camera? Zachary Webb. Exactly. Uh, with the correct answer of Z camera, that is correct. Zachary Webb. I would never have gotten that. Like, if I hadn't known the answer, I would have never guessed that. Bertzer, you were right there, by the way, but Zach Webb was just in front of you. <clears throat> Zach Webb, congratulations. You get yourself a meter plus probe. Meter plus. Meter plus. Nice. All right. Pretty quick there. I thought that one yeah. might take a minute. I thought we might get a bunch of wrong answers first. Like, tough. No. Are you kidding? These guys are pros. Yes, they, are. they know they exactly are what they're doing. All right, on to the Razer Hammerhead USB-C Active Noise Canceling Earbuds. These are nice. These have uh, Comply Premium Earphone Tips. Oh, we love Comply. I like tips. So here we go. Uh, Question number three, please. Question number three is up right now. In the two cities where Verizon 5G mobile service is live, which city has the greater population? I'm not going to tell you which cities it's live in. You're just going to have to know. It's in two cities, though. In the two cities where Verizon 5G mobile service is live, which city? Oh, God, you guys are quick. Yeah, before you could read it twice, they were done. Uh, Rashad Gaddis with the correct answer of Chi-Town, a.k.a. Chicago. So the two cities, Chicago, Minneapolis. If you know that, you know which one has the bigger population. Rashad Gaddis with the dub there. Zach Wood, you were right there. Bob Delama, you were close too, but uh, super close. Mm-hmm. Rashad Gaddis. Rashad Gaddis, congratulations. You are the winner of the Razor Hammerhead USB C active noise canceling earbuds with the comply tips. <laughs> Hammerhead. All right. Sick. I'm ready. The Yo Mama joke. What? Oh, uh, it's, uh, yes, please. Question number four. Question number four is up now. What processor powered the Nexus 6P? You know, the one that boot looped a lot, apparently. What processor What processor? Processor powered the Nexus 6P? I think I'm having a stroke. I got Eli on that one. 
Uh, I'm seeing Eli Kuznikov with the correct answer, the Snapdragon 810 processor. Eddie Daniels, you were like a split second behind him, but Eli just got you. Just so you know, Eddie, just so you know, Eddie, you were right there. Like you guys probably hit enter at almost the exact same time, but Eli is showing up first on our list. Eli, congratulations, you are the winner of a Chromecast. Russell, Russell with the TIO map. Russell almost deserves a prize just for bringing up TIO map. The worst mobile processors in the history of the world that stuck around for way too long. Go away, Texas Instruments. <laughs> like, I'll never forget when Motorola goes, here is our first Wear OS watch, or Android Wear watch at the time. Oh, it's oh, the man. Moto 360, and it is the most beautiful hardware ever. It's the greatest looking smartwatch ever, which it still probably is to this date. And powering it... It's like a six-year-old processor that was in the Motorola Droid. And we all went, what? Womp, womp. You used an OMAP yeah. in this thing? Unreal. And then Motorola came back with the 362 and changed the design. And we just didn't care anymore. But the TIO map. Eli, TIO you won. Map. Uh, did Eli win the controller? Chromecast. Oh, the Chromecast. Eli, you won the Chromecast. Congratulations, Eli Kuznikov. What's left then? The controller, right? We've got a Razer Raiju Mobile Gaming Controller. Oops. So look at it. It's all chroma lit up from your lights and everything. Exactly. How perfect. It really is. Um, what's nice is, I'm, you know, if I'm not mistaken, you know, you don't, yeah, you don't have to have a Razer phone to use this. It's any any phone. It's probably just Bluetooth, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's just Bluetooth. But it has like a little holder for your phone. It's got a little holder for your phone. Here's the back. You can see holds your it holds your Razer phone so perfectly. But you don't need a Razer phone for it to work. No. It's Bluetooth. That way you can dominate some, I don't know, some Stadia, I guess, or Fortnite. Whatever you want to do. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. All right, question number five, please. All right, question number five is up now. What year did Nova Launcher launch? Oh, boy. Again, what year did Nova Launcher, the greatest launcher of all time, launch? Google, Google, Google it. Google, Google, Google. Oh, I saw one, I think. Yep, yep. It's it was Chris Williams with the correct answer of 2011. Chris Williams is the first with 2011. The guesses were flying. I mean, we had somebody back as early as 2008. I saw a 2000. Oof. There was a 2004 in there. I think Oof. that's. I think that's a little too early. 2000, 2004, <laughs> 2011. The correct, correct answer. Chris Williams, congratulations! You won the Razer Raiju Mobile Bluetooth Gaming Controller. Huge. So again, we've got Scott McDonald with the Meter Plus. We've got Zach Webb with the Meter Plus. Rashad Gaddis with the Hammerhead earbuds. Eli Kuznikov with the Chromecast, and then again, Chris Williams with the Raiju Mobile Gaming Bluetooth Controller. Um, so, winners, I'm gonna throw my email down in the old chat, and you're going to email me. We're gonna confirm your identities um, through a series of checks, and and then uh, I'm gonna send out your prizes, and you're gonna get your prizes, and you're gonna enjoy the hell out of them. Good stuff. Email Tim now. Do it. Email Tim now. Well, I think you have I think 24 you hours. Won, but yeah, I think all these guys are winners. I love it. <laughs> nice. All right, cool. Uh, it's good to be back. 
good to be back. Uh, Google I.O. still coming up. G8 review done. Done. Uh, I'm still using the Galaxy S10e. Loving every second of it. Probably will share some thoughts on that next week because... Uh, oh. oh, look at this. I'm using a case, too. You guys should be proud of me. Look at it. Look well, at you already one. broke it once. So it's this is a different one. The broken one's over here. I got to uh, get it fixed. There's the broken one. Oh, yeah. Star Wars. Episode 9 teaser trailer. Did you oh watch God, it? I did watch it. I don't even know uh, what to think. I need to watch it six more times, and I need to read, like, one of those nerd blogs that explains everything to me. Because I... Yeah. Palpatine's laugh at the end. Ah, yes. Apparently, she's a Skywalker. <laughs> well, yeah, just, that's the thing. You go, well, wait, is that what you're saying? Is that what you're saying? She is wait, a Skywalker now? Or? Yes, and that's, you know, I think been the biggest problem with this new trilogy is the fact that you've had two visions going into it. Like, J.J. had his story. Ryan had his idea. Now, J.J.'s backing. And they're all just different. And I, I, I'm not a huge fan of that. It's not very fluid. J.J. Uh, going to tie it in. He's JJ going to tie it in. I don't know how he's. Together. I don't know how the emperor like gets all involved, but I'm super stoked on it. And because I'm a dark side guy myself, I'm all about oh, yeah, that. You gotta love it. Yeah. Kylo so. Ren's helmet getting like welded back together. All red, like like red welding lines or whatever. That Something. was that was different. Kind of mall esque. Uh, Scott says, "What happened to No Case Kellen? I just, I this thing broke in like a day. This phone's actually kind of slippery too. So I just. It's for now a- it's the tiniest case too it's a little speaking guy it's got kind of a little math it's actually a really nice case I'm not mm. gonna lie. i don't really like the hump thing anyway uh yeah so the star wars yeah like i said i need to watch it like six more times and then read the bullet or the second by second recap from some some site i'm sure there's like 10 million people just typing that out right now like to explain everything that happened to me Oh, absolutely. All, all you need to do is um, youtube.com backslash, I think it's Star Wars Theory. Like that dude, that's the dude right there. But he's probably so. going to take a while. I need like instant satisfaction. I need to just read somebody's <laughs> breakdown first. I I almost guarantee you like he's got to have it by now. I mean, what that that's his job is yeah. like that. But he doesn't want to so. miss anything and then have to like redo a video or anything. You know what I mean? Video takes yeah. a while. He is at the actual like event. Oh nope, there it is. Oh really? Episode nine trailer full breakdown with the you know those YouTube thumbnails with the arrows pointing to <laughs> random crap that means nothing. Perfect. That's all. That's already live. Right, we'll so you're good. That. Yep. <laughs> God, YouTube thumbnails. Fantastic. Cool. Thanks, guys. Episode two hundred. Episode and thank you to all the donos. Read through them all. Thank okay. everybody. Let's go through it again. Everyone with the donos: Scott, Justin, Nick. Chris, Chris, Corbin, Evan, Bertzer a couple times, Nate, Randy a couple times, Russell a couple of times, Austin, Todd, Dana, G Burial, PC747 with the huge 50 dono bomb, Clinton, Don with the $10 bomb, Max, Richard, Max again. Thank you guys so much for the, uh, for the donos. That's a crazy amount of donos. I don't think we've ever had that many. I don't know. And, and definitely not that much. That's wild. You guys are crazy. You guys killed it today. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Great way to uh, head into the weekend. And uh, the weather is already getting crappy. So, Great. Uh, perfect. Love the love the weather here. Uh, real quick, Scott McDonald's asking if we use cases. Yeah, I mean, with the Samsung phones, I always use a case. Right now, I'm using a Crucial. It's actually sort of like a sandstone case. Ooh, baby. It's really nice. Highly recommend. Um, 
If you have a Galaxy S10 and are curious about cases, I've got a huge case overview video on this on YouTube, so check it out. It's huge. Uh, I do not use cases, but I am using one. Oh, I almost dropped it. I am using one with this because after cracking the last one and this thing just being fragile glass everywhere, I feel like there's more glass in this phone than any phone ever created that I just, uh, I don't trust myself. I don't trust myself. I don't trust you either. So, uh, yeah. Cases. This one's fine. I'll survive. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, episode 200. Have a safe weekend. Be good. <laughs> Peace. Peace.